Brought to you by Quick Creek and Pavestone. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. On air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Happy to be here to help with your home improvement projects. Let us solve your do-it-yourself dilemmas. If you've got a decor project, a repair project, a spruce-up project, give us a call right now. We'd love to talk. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. Coming up on today's show, if you're lucky enough to have a built-in pool, you might not feel quite as lucky when you have to pay the bills to heat that pool. We'll tell you how you can use a free energy source to heat a pool and extend the swimming season. And also ahead, want a garden that not only looks good, but also serves an important purpose? Pollinator gardens attract bees, hummingbirds, and butterflies, and they play a big role in plant reproduction. Roger Cook of This Old House is stopping by to give us the details. And slippery sidewalks are something that can actually happen year-round, but not if you treat those sidewalks with a simple coating. We'll have tips on a concrete treatment that can help. And we've also got a great new product in the studio to give away to one caller drawn at random. It's a set of four Husky unbreakable flashlights from the Home Depot worth $56. Going out to one caller drawn at random, make that you. Pick up the phone and call us with your home improvement or home decor question at one 888 Money Pit. Donna in New York is on the line and is having an issue cleaning some showers. What's going on, Donna? Well, I work at a fitness facility, and boy, do I have a problem with one out of four of the shower stalls there. That one, of course, is in the men's room. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so gross. It constantly cakes up this slimy, brown, gross, moldy, I don't even know what this gunk is, on the walls. And I have tried everything. I use bleach, the bathroom cleaners, antibacterial scrub brush. I, I'm at my wit's end. I don't even know what to do. Yeah, it's just getting away from you. Well, um, first of all, and I know this is out of your control, but the more humidity that builds up in that space, the worse this will continue to get. So if they don't have good ventilation, um, they get dirtier and dirtier because it supports the, the growth of, of mold, mildew, algae, and moss. Um, but one product that, that um, I've had great success with is called ZEP, Z-E-P. It's a shower tub and tile cleaner. It's a commercial cleaner. It's not expensive. It's about like seven bucks a jug at like Home Depot. And when you spray it on, it foams up and does a really good job of cutting out uh, that nasty combination of, of soap scum and then everything that grows in the soap scum because the soap scum is like a food to a lot of those materials. And and that's why it just gets so nasty. So I would try the ZEP, Z-E-P, and see how you like that. Oh, my God. I am so glad I got through. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Clyde in Missouri is on the line and needs some help with a water heater. What can we do for you? I'm uh, adding a room on in my house, and the uh, water heater I've got the electric 30-gallon, and it's taking up too much room I don't have to spare. And my question is, is one of those inline uh, water heaters... Would that be advisable for a resident? You mean an on-demand, tankless water heater? Yeah. The problem is that you have electric. You, do you have gas there, natural gas or propane? No, I can I can get propane, all right. I don't have a tank. If you want to have an on-demand, tankless water heater, you need to have that be fossil fuel with either natural gas or propane. There are electric on-demand systems, but they're very expensive to use, and I don't think there's any any efficiency in going with that. So if you want to have propane added to the house, you could consider uh, an, a, a tankless water heater. Now, if you want to go back with what you do have now, 
of course, you are going to need the room, but you could save some cost if you put a timer on that water heater so that it only heats water when you need it. I mean, technically, you only need it a few hours in the morning and a few hours in the evening. All day long, it'll stay warm for, you know, hand washing and that sort of thing. And then it can be off in the middle of the night, and that actually cuts the energy costs associated with heating the water. Uh-huh. Well, I've got a timer on it now, but I haven't been using it because I well, really couldn't yeah. figure out the right time to be a doing it. seemed like it was always cold when I needed hot and hot when I didn't need it. So, <laughs> you know. Well, they've got a deal. Yeah, I hear you. The timers only work well if your family's on a regular schedule where you can really rely on it for certain hours of the day. But if your schedule varies a bit, then maybe not so much. So those are your options, though. All right? Good luck with that project. All right, man. Thank you. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Happy Father's Day weekend to all the dads out there. Hopefully you guys are taking it easy this weekend and, you know, maybe tinkering around the house or doing something that you love or whatever it is, let somebody else call in a home improvement project and give you a hand. We're here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, solar energy can help heat a home on the cheap, but can also help heat your swimming pool. We'll have details after this. You live in a money pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. So happy to be here today to talk with you about your home improvement projects. You can get us at one eight 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 money pit If you pick up the phone and call us, we'll try to get you an answer to your question, plus an opportunity to win a fantastic product because this hour we're giving away a set of Husky Unbreakable Flashlights. There are three flashlights plus a headlamp going out in this package. Now, these utilize Cree LED bulbs, which is going to produce an extra bright light. And the handles are rubber-coated aluminum, so they're really strong. They're really durable and easy to hold on to. There's three light modes, including low-high or a flashing light. All the products are available at Home Depot and HomeDepot.com, but you're going to get them today. They're worth $55.94 if you pick up the phone and call us with your home improvement question at one eight 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 Money Pit. Rob in Iowa, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Calling to get your guys' opinions on the. Uh, I'm having my deck uh, partially repaired, and it's got some cedar trim and uh, cedar boards that have gone bad, so they're going to be replaced. So they're going to look newer compared to the rest of the deck. I was looking into getting one of the epoxy composite type uh, deck 
uh, coating systems. Uh, Rust-Oleum Restore is one brand. Bayer makes one, too. I'm just curious what you guys think about these products and are they worth it? How many decking boards are uh, deteriorated, Rob? Well, uh, oh, it's a uh, majority of the steps. It's a cedar deck with a, a green treated uh, wood, you know, uh, underneath baseboard mm-hmm. support. Uh, the cedar is just dying out. I mean, it's about seven years old. Uh, the railings are going bad, too, so they're looking at replacing a lot of the boards on the steps of the railing, but the, up to the, the main platform and the main boards here, uh, are doing fine. So it's mainly the, right. the, the steps up. Well, I, I wouldn't necessarily consider, you know, completely sealing in all of that cedar with a product like that. Here's what I would do. First of all, the deck boards that are cracked or checked or deteriorated, one thing to try is to flip them over because the underside of those deck boards is usually as good as the day it went down, even though it's cracked on top. The side that was not exposed to the sun is usually in pretty good condition. So you try to do that as much as you can. For ones that are really bad, just have to be replaced. Just replace those with new cedar decking boards. And yes, it's not going to match. And then once all the repair has been done, then you want to use a deck washing product like the one that makes that Flood Wood Care makes. You, you run a deck wash across everything. And then you want to hit it with at least two coats of solid stain. So not paint, but solid stain. Not semi-transparent, not transparent, but solid color stain. And a good quality, solid color strain. That's going to look all the same. It's going to maintain its wood quality. You'll see the grain through the stain. Um, and it'll look perfect. So I don't think you need to go with some sort of really thick, super thick coating right now. I think you just need to do some basic repairs. Okay. What stains would you recommend then? Good quality stain. So, yeah, Benjamin Moore, Sherwin-Williams, a good quality stain like that. All right. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, Rob. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Arlene in Rhode Island's on the line and wants to stay cool this summer with some air conditioning. How can we help you with the project? I live in an 1,850-square-foot ranch that's 38 years old, and we installed the central air before the walls were sealed. Um, the access to the handler, which is in the attic, is 21 inches by 21 inches square. And they always told us if it ever broke, it would be a difficult problem to replace the handler in the attic. But lo and behold, last week, the the air conditioning went on for about an hour, and then it stopped. I called my service contract people. They came. They said they went up into the attic, and they said the handler is dripping grease. It's old. It has a fan belt, which is no longer used, and it's constant to get rid of my air conditioning system okay. and get a new one or replace. Well, they could fix it for $800, but it might not be good forever. Right. Okay. So I've been, I've been interviewing companies. They told me to do that. I'm a little bit educated on it now. And I know that I want a five-ton handler in the attic and a 13-sphere compressor on the outside. My compressor is almost 10 years old, but I think it wouldn't be compatible. How big is your house? 1,850 square feet. Uh, Five tons is a lot of air conditioning uh, for that size house. Usually you would use three to four zone, three to four tons. If you oversize the air conditioning, what's going to happen is it's going to cycle on or off very quickly. You could actually overdo it, and it'll be really inefficient. But okay, I'm guessing that your question is, how do you get the air handler back up in the attic? Well, everyone said... They can make a new opening and put a new vent in, and it'll give it more circulation, and it's a good thing to do. 
Right. The last person I interviewed said he can get it up a five ton up into the attic because the one he's going to supply and the manna comes in two pieces. Okay. He said, and that will be better because if it ever needs a repair, you just click open the two pieces. I never heard of a two-piece five ton, and I'm wondering what your opinion is because he gave me the best price. It was $3,000 cheaper than everyone else. Yeah, well, it's hard to tell because a lot of these guys bid you and not the project. But Amanda is a good brand. Yeah. So I have no issues. I have no issues with that. I would just do some research on the contractor. But by the way, you know, um, making a bigger opening is not that big of a deal. It, it might seem like a big of a deal, but it's really a pretty simple carpentry project. It's just an additional project that you probably didn't want to face. Is there any storage space up there if you were to make it bigger? Could you take advantage of that? Crawl space, Adam. Total crawl space, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, a carpenter that knows what he's doing can open, can double the size of that hole in, in about an hour. It's really not hard. Listen, you know, I just before you make the commitment to the five ton, I'm just telling you, for an 1,800 square foot house, that's that's over. It's probably overkill, and I don't want you to get in a situation where this. You know what it means when I say cycling? You know what that means? It means the air conditioning comes on and it goes off. It comes on again, goes off, goes on, off, on, mm-hmm. off. So what will happen is it will never run long enough to dehumidify your house, and as a result, you'll feel cold and clammy. Oh. It's really not good. So you want to put the right size unit in, okay? You want to put the right size unit in. And, and generally, it's about 600 square feet per ton. So that's only three tons for your house. So I'm thinking three to four. Not, I'm thinking five might be too big, okay? Okay. Thank you so much. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Pit, and, and And well done doing all the research on this. Well, swimming pools sometimes need a little heat boost to be comfortable, but that heat can be really costly. I mean, you can heat your swimming pool on the cheap, though, by taking advantage of the free energy provided by the sun. Yeah, first of all, you've got to put your pool cover to work. Now, using it every night will help hold in the solar heat that was absorbed by the pool water during the day, and that's going to increase the pool's average temperature by about 4 to 5 degrees. Now, to soak up maximum heat during the day, pools should be uncovered and in full sun between 9 a.m. and 4 p.m., If you've got some nearby trees that are interfering with the sun exposure, try to trim them back. You can also tap into even more free energy by adding a solar pool heating system. But even if you just adjust your routine with a pool cover, you can actually harness enough heat to extend the swimming season by about six weeks. And that sounds pretty good to me. Stan, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? Oh, well, I had just bought a house that was built in 1995. It's a 4,000-square-foot underground home. Wow, that sounds neat. And it's not a transformed, like, um, missile? (laughs) I've been to Oklahoma, and I've seen these, like, missile launching areas that have been sort of retaken over and turned into homes. No, this is actually a underground concrete structure that was huh. specifically built to be a house. Do you get to mow your roof? Yes, I do. Interesting. <laughs> Very cool. So what can we help you with? Well, um, I knew when I bought this that it had a few leaks. And um, being that the house is getting close to being 20 years old, um, I feel that it's time to probably remove the dirt and expose and probably replace the roof, and especially since I have some leaks. And uh, I'm having trouble finding somebody that that deals with any kind of underground structure home, um, and especially like in uh, roof ceiling um, of that nature. And uh, I was curious if 
I mean, I'm sure this is probably going to be an expensive uh, undertaking, but furthermore, after I go back and get it all done, when I find the contractor to do it, um, what maybe is there some care uh, preventative maintenance that how I care for that uh, underground roof system uh, so I'm not coming back, you know, at a later date and time and going back through the same process. There's no way we could give you the answer to that question, but we can give you some advice on how to approach it. What I would do is uh, I would find an architect to spec out this roof project because it's a big project, 4,000 square foot roof. And I would have an architect or an engineer spec out the project. Let them do the research on what is the most viable materials out there right now available to replace this roof with and have them provide prepare a specification for that. It's worth the investment because then with that spec, you can bring it to qualified contractors. And I would guess probably the best contractors will be those that do commercial roofing, not residential roofing. And have them have them follow this specification exactly. I would not try to find a roofing contractor that has their own personal idea of how to do this, because you're not going to find somebody that's experienced in these homes is too unique. But if you find a building professional that could spec this out for you, do the research on the best way to replace that roof, that spec will be very valuable to you. Perfect. That's a Great idea. Never even thought of that. All right. Well, good luck, Stan. Hey, guys. I appreciate it. We've got to work smarter, not harder, right? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Appreciate it. Thanks. Marion, Wisconsin, you've got the Money Pit. What can we help you with today? I'm redoing my basement, and I'm wondering about flooring. Um, it has had a rubber-backed carpet, which has been taken up, so we're down to the concrete, and I'm just wondering what would be a good thing to put back down on the floor there. So rubber back carpet was kind of popular at one point in time, but generally speaking, we don't recommend carpet for basements because they're so damp. You can build up a lot of, uh, uh, of, of debris down there that can cause allergic reactions. You get dust mites and, and all that sort of thing that will nest in the carpet. So I would look to a smooth surface material. So your options might be laminate floor, which is beautiful. It could look like hardwood floor or tile. Um, it's made of different composite materials. It's it's very, very tough surface and it floats. It doesn't it's not glued down. It floats on top of the floor. Or you could choose a special type of hardwood floor called engineered hardwood. Now solid hardwood would not be recommended for a basement because it's too moist, but engineered is made up of different layers of hardwood. It kind of looks like the guts of it kind of look like plywood, but the surface, it looks like a regular hardwood floor. You can't really tell the difference once it's down. And I think that would be a good option as well. Um, I really like the carpet down there. <laughs> Use area rugs. You're just going to be sad. It's just going to cause a lot of problems. It's going to make you feel yucky. It's going to feel damp down there. And it's a very dated look today, too. I mean, things have changed in terms of decor. And I, I think the solid surface uh, of a laminate floor or an engineered hardwood floor would, would be much more um, common today. Is there something feasible in a price range, though? Yeah, I mean, laminate floor is really affordable. 
you you can get that for as little as maybe four bucks a square foot. Yeah, you know what? Go online. I've seen laminate flooring just south of $2 a square foot. So there's really some great options that are very affordable out there. Okay, thank you. Thanks so much for calling the Money Pit. Up next, bees, hummingbirds, and butterflies. Oh my! No, seriously. They're great to have in your garden, and they're so beautiful. So we're going to tell you how you can build a garden that makes them want to stay around and help out after this. Hi, this is Mary Lou Henner from The Mary Lou Henner Show, and I'm obsessed with these guys. You're listening to The Money Pit. My buddies Tom Kreitler and Leslie Segretti. On The Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Where home solutions live, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. We'd love to talk with you about your home projects. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. Maybe you've got an apartment you're fixing up, trying to find some storage space, need to paint the walls, paint the ceilings, cover some stains, fix a leak, whatever's going on in your Money Pit, we can help. The number again, 888-MONEY-PIT. Leslie, who's next? All right, going to North Carolina where Michael wants to work on a bathtub project. Why not just get in the tub and relax, Mike? What's going on? I wish I could, young lady. Thank y'all ever so much for taking my call. Uh, this house was built in 1934, and the bathtub's always been white porcelain. But I think the last time around, my mom and dad we remodeled the bathroom. They had it sprayed it's like a tan color, like a sandstone color. And I would love to remove it and bring it back to its normal gloss. Well, if they've painted it, the probably the normal gloss wasn't so wasn't so attractive. It might have worn. And um, to refinish a bathtub is usually a big challenge. 
Now you can strip it and you could refinish it again and you may get some number of years out of it. Um, but I generally find that, that those refinishing projects are, they're kind of like paint jobs. You know, they, they last maybe five, six, seven years and then you're doing it again and again. Or you can consider relining the tub. There's a process by which the tub, a tub liner could be built and sits actually inside that original tub and gives it a completely new surface. So those are really the two options that I'd pursue, Michael. So on the relining operation, what would you consider? Well, I mean, it's there. There's different. There are manufacturers out there that do bathtub relining, and, and exactly, it's a composite material that's essentially made to fit your tub. They take some measurements, and it it doesn't take up too much room, and it looks really nice when it's done. But it's not inexpensive. It's probably on par with having the tub refinished. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. So, do you want a garden that not only looks good but also serves an important purpose? Well, there are a lot of species out there, including bees, hummingbirds, and butterflies that play a big role in plant reproduction. Yep, they're actually called pollinators, and they're incredibly important to life here on Earth. So, it's equally important that we give these creatures a place to carry out their good work. Here to tell us how to do just that by building a pollinator garden is this old house landscaping contractor, Roger Cook. Welcome, Roger. Thanks for having me. So, Roger, what makes building a pollinator garden so different than just, say, planting flowers? We are planning on feeding plants for the whole summer. Okay. And what we're doing is we're using different varieties of plant to do that. Not only varieties of plants, but we're using different colors and different shape flowers. Now, do you match the plants with what you're trying to support? So, for example, if you wanted to encourage butterflies, would you choose one type of plant over another to do that? Yes, you would know certain plants for butterflies are key. Like right now, there's a problem with a monarch butterfly. And one of the keys to their habitat is milkweed. In fact, we went to, uh, to Texas and asked this little house, and we planted a butterfly garden in the milkweed was the key of the whole garden to get those plants, and it felt great to do something to help that population come back. Now, what are the benefits of having a pollinator garden in your yard? I mean, is it just because you're supporting these local species, or is it because you're getting the beauty of all the flowers? All of the above. you gotta, you got to envision the yard without any of these plants, and then now you put these plants in, and all of a sudden you have butterflies, you have hummingbirds, you have things that will pollinate your garden for you with all these bees and other things coming by. It's very important. And I think the trickiest part, because I've attempted to do this, you know, I've always looked at these beautiful, like, planting magazines and catalogs, and you want to create a garden that's going to grow seasonally or throughout the season. How do you know how to plant things that are going to stagger appropriately throughout the season? Well, this is really a hot item right now. So a lot of the garden centers have displays set up with pollinators in them. There's websites like pollinator.org you can go to. And one of the keys that they'll tell you is to use native plants because they're the ones that'll spread through the season the longest. So these are plants that are natural to your particular area, not plants that are imported, so to speak. Right. We, we want to target certain things like we talked about the monarch, then we have to have that milkweed. That's the key. So we've talked about insects that we want to target, ones that we want to welcome into our yard. What about insects we don't want to welcome, like, say, mosquitoes? You don't like mosquitoes? No, not in Jersey. <laughs> Well, you have to remember that <laughs> mosquitoes are only attracted to stagnant water. They're not going to be in anything where the water's moving at all. So if you can have something there like a little pump to agitate the water, 
That'll keep the mosquitoes away. And if you have a urn or some side of small bowl which has water, and a couple of goldfish will really help you cut down on that mosquito problem. Great advice. Roger Cook from TV's This Old House, thank you so much for stopping by the Money Pit. I'm looking forward to building a pollinator garden now. I love butterflies. Who doesn't? That's right. <laughs> you can catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For local listings and step-by-step videos of many common home improvement projects, visit thisoldhouse.com. And Ask This Old House is brought to you on PBS by Azek Deck Trim and Pavers. Azek, engineered to last beautifully. Coming up, did you know that more half of trips and falls happen at home? We'll have tips on a product that keeps that from happening to you when the money pit continues. You live in a money pit. Pit is brought to you by Quickrete. It's what America's made of. For project help from start to finish, download the new Quickrete mobile app. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Pick up the phone and give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. We want to help you with whatever it is you are working on around your house. Plus, we've got a great prize up for grabs this hour. We've got in the Money Pit hard hat for one lucky caller, the Husky Unbreakable Flashlights, which is basically a kit with three flashlights and a headlamp. And who doesn't like to run around their house with a headlamp and get under the sink and play fun adventure games with the kids? I mean, a headlamp will come in far more handy than you've ever imagined. Now, all of the Husky Unbreakable flashlights use a Cree LED bulb, which is super duper duper bright, and a rubber-coated aluminum casing makes sure that it's extra durable. I mean... I've seen people drop these off of ladders, and they still stay lit and do very well. They're available at HomeDepot.com and, of course, in the stores. And it's a prize pack worth $55.94 going out to one lucky caller this hour. Make that you. Pick up the phone and give us a call with your home improvement question at one eight 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 Money Pit. All right. We've got Jerry in Massachusetts on the line who needs some help cleaning the basement. What can we do for you? Um, I've got some efflorescence on the uh, cement walls in the basement. For years, I, I when I built the house, I didn't put gutters up. I had overhangs, and uh, then it started developing. Somebody told me, hey, it's because you don't have any gutters. So I put them up right away, and uh, it didn't get any worse. But I'd like to clean that white efflorescence off, and I didn't want to use muriatic acid. No, you don't need that at all. It's really simple. First of all, the, uh, the stains that you have, the efflorescence, is just lime. It's mineral deposits that are left over when water comes through the wall and evaporates. So what you can simply do is brush that off as much as you can. Uh, you can use a stiff, a stiff like wall brush for that. And then just use water and white vinegar together. Hot water and white vinegar. Vinegar will melt the salts. Do I have to rinse it down after? Eh, no, only if you don't want your house to smell like a salad. <laughs> well, I'm that, not worried about that, but white vinegar should do it. Yeah, white vinegar does it. It'll melt the salts. It's a really good solution. Oh, I thought that, but I just wanted to check with you guys first. Yeah. You buy it by the gallon, you mix it with some hot water, and just you know brush it down. I'll try that. should work. Thank you very much. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Heading to Tennessee, and apparently so are the moles, to Kim's yard. What's going on? (laughs) 
Yes, I'm trying to get rid of these moles in my yard. Please help me. Well, one of the ways to get rid of moles in your yard is to not make your yard quite so attractive by getting rid of the grubs that are in your lawn. Moles are usually there because there's plenty of food. And so if you used a product like GrubX to get rid of the grub, that's the grubs. These are little white juicy insects that moles just love. And if you get rid of the grubs, then the moles will find a new place to eat. But if there's plenty of grubs, there's plenty of food, they're going to stay in your yard. Does that make sense? All right. Well, good. Thank you so much. I'll try the grub it. Well, falls can happen anywhere, but more than half happen actually right at home on your own property. And if you do slip and go down at home, the last place you want that to happen is on concrete. Yeah, but that's often where it happens. You know, like when you're strolling up the walkway or walking up your steps, carrying your kids' backpacks or groceries or whatever is heavy and, of course, cumbersome in your arms. Well, you can cut the chances of tumbling down on your own turf with a treatment that's designed to prevent falls. It's called Quickcrete Textured Acrylic Concrete Coating. It's pretty cool stuff because it not only provides a slip-resistant finish to surfaces, it also can give them a new look that really replaces that dull concrete look that they had. Mm -hmm. The textured acrylic concrete coating is actually a heavy-duty resin, and it will adhere perfectly to any concrete surface like your steps, sidewalks, patios, or even your driveway. And if your home has a handicap ramp, this is really a great way to improve the safety of that surface. You can pick it up at your local home center or learn more at quickcrete.com. That's Q-U-I-K-R-E. Com. Chris in Pennsylvania is having a problem with the dishwasher. What's going on? Bought a new house, and I'm a first-time homeowner, and my house was built in 1957. And um, so I was wondering uh, if I would have to hire uh, separate um, people to work on the carpentry, the electric, and the plumbing. Or is there somebody like a regular contractor that would put a dishwasher in? Do you have a space for a dishwasher right now, Chris? Or has one never been installed? One's never been installed. Okay, so you got to figure out where you're going to put this, and it's going to take away from some cabinet space. Now, typically, the dishwasher is next to the kitchen sink, and if you happen to have, say, a 24-inch cabinet next to your kitchen sink, that will be the perfect place to do that. But this is going to take a bit of work. You're going to have to do carpentry. And I think you'll need a carpenter and probably a plumber to do this. And you may need an electrician, depending on whether or not the the plumber could do the wiring for you or if there's wiring like right there you can pull from. Because what has to happen is you'd remove the cabinet to create that 24-inch space. Then the dishwasher would slip in there. And it needs to be plumbed. So you need to have the supply line and the drain uh, go basically through the side cabinet wall where the, where the sink is and, and tap into the plumbing there, then, of course, it needs to have electricity. So you'll need to have an outlet installed. So it is a bit of a project, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but if she were to hire somebody like a general contractor who may have those subs you know, in his arsenal, if you will, or at least access to those people, they would better supervise the entire project and sort of take all of that worry out of your hands. Or just a really good handyman. The, the trouble is that Theoretically, or at least technically speaking, you need a licensed plumber to do the plumbing work, and you need a licensed electrician to do the electrical work. Okay. All right, Chris? All right. I appreciate your advice. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. All right, Jim in Tennessee, you've got the money pit. How can we help you? I have a uh, question about cleaning a driveway. It's probably sitting there for 20 years. house is about 20 years old. I don't know that it's ever been cleaned. So the 
dirt has just ground in. I have pressure washed one section of it, about 12 by 14 section. It took me almost two hours to get it clean. My question is, is there any kind of pre-treatment that I can put on that driveway that will make the pressure washing um, more efficient. Yeah, there are products that are designed specifically for cleaning concrete. For example, Quickcrete has a product called Cleaner Etcher and Degreaser, and it's available in one gallon and five gallon uh, jugs. I think it covers about 200 square feet per gallon. And you apply that onto the concrete, you brush it in, you let it sit, and it'll start to really loosen up all of that deep grime. And then you could pressure wash after that, and it will hopefully make it a lot easier project. If you just um, Google Quick Crete Cleaner, you'll probably find it. Good deal. Good deal. Thank you very much. That helps a bunch. You're very welcome. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Up next, are ants bugging you? Well, we'll have the natural solution to get rid of them after this. 888 Money Pit. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, now that it's warm outside, have you changed the filter in your air conditioning system? It's a good idea to do this at least once a month. It keeps the coils clean and running efficiently. So if you haven't done it, get to it today. Really easy, really inexpensive. And you can also head on over to our website at moneypit.com and post your home improvement question. That's what Gil in Georgia did. All right. And Gil writes, I have a minor ant problem and I'm looking for some natural remedies. What are your suggestions? You know, there's lots of natural remedies for insects. For ants in particular, you can discourage them by planting a barrier of mint around the foundation, which smells so fantastic and tastes great in like iced tea but it also discourages ants. Another option are bay leaves. They're a great ant repellent. Um, You could set those bay leaves around your kitchen food canisters or sprinkle crushed bay leaves along windowsills. And those two things will work to discourage ants from invading uh, your space. Yeah, and ants really, it's amazing how quickly they sort of come into your house. We briefly had a problem at the beginning of the spring season in our house. You know, I'd see like two in the bathroom and like two in the foyer. And I'm like, where the heck are they coming from? And the mint really did the trick. Plus, I just love the way it smells and it made the house seem so fresh and springy all on its own. And it got rid of them. So, I mean, the kids didn't have anything to squish anymore, but at least the ants are gone. Yeah, and that's true. We actually have a number of natural repellents uh, in an article on our website uh, that is uh, called Natural Ways to Keep Summer Pests at Bay. So we've got tips on how to get rid of mosquitoes and crickets and drain flies and rodents. Uh, and other types of backyard visitors, the wildlife that comes around, uh, like raccoons. In fact, you recently dealt with a raccoon issue, didn't you, Leslie? Yes. You know, it's crazy. We had a raccoon in our yard, and he was, I'm going to say it's a he, I'm assuming. It was a gigantic raccoon, and it just loved the fact that I would put the garbage in the garbage pails outside. I mean, how dare I actually do that? Well, at first, he would sort of knock them over and just dump the trash everywhere and eat it. As he progressed and became more civilized, he'd actually pull the top off and just sit in the trash can and eat it. So obviously leaving less of a mess for me. And I was really at a loss of what to do. And the garbage man, actually, Ray, gave me a great idea. He said, 
move the garbage cans just for a week. He said the raccoons are creatures of habit. He said, so what's going to happen is they're going to go to the same spot and see that the trash cans are gone. And he said it's as simple as either putting them in the garage or moving them to the other side of the house. And after a few days of going and your trash cans aren't there anymore, they're going to move on to somebody else's property. And you know what? It really did the trick. I was so surprised. So simple, too. There you go. And that truly is a natural remedy. Okay, we got a post from Samantha in Connecticut. All right, Samantha writes, I have a couple of boxes of hardwood flooring left over from when I redid my sunroom. Are there any cool projects I could do with them? There's lots of things you can do with hardwood, especially pre-finished hardwood. I mean, you can build uh, cutting boards, you could build tables out of them, or you could donate it to a good... Um, organization like Rebuilding Together, for example, or Habitat for Humanity. Um, in fact, they have those, those uh, isn't it Habitat that has the stores? Yeah, it's called the Restore is what they call it. Um, they're not in every location, but a lot of cities and states do have the Habitat Restore, which is lovely because anybody can go in there and buy leftover materials. And they're usually in really great shape, brand spanking new for a super discounted price. And that's really a great way for you, Samantha, to repurpose your materials and you can feel good about that. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Hey, we hope you guys have had a fantastic Father's Day weekend. Maybe you took the weekend off from home repair. Hey, we'll give it to you. But next week, guys, it's back to the tools and the projects. We will be here to help you then as well. You can reach us 24-7 at 888-MONEYPIT or always online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.